Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Let's Talk Archetypes with your host, Renowned intuitive and author, Roy Solberg. Good morning, everyone. Thank you. I kind of missed my cue there, didn't I? I was just waiting for him to continue talking. This is Roy. Welcome to Let's Talk Archetypes. Um, We have a great show for you today. Uh, We're going to talk with Christina Gallagher. Now, Christina is um, is uh, having difficulty getting in, so um, I'm going to email her and get her phone number. And then, once she gets on, we will chat away. We have a lot to talk about. There seems to be a disconnect between here and Hawaii for some reason. Anyway, I want to tell you a little bit about Christina. Um, She is the Illuminated Teacher Mentor archetype, a great gal. Lives in Hawaii, and while I was over there, yes, I was over there during the cold spell in Madison when it was like 7 degrees and minus 7, I was just having a great time at 83. And now I'm back, and now I'm experiencing the cold and the snow (laughs) and all of that good stuff. So Christina is one who inspires and empowers and launches the potentials of others. She's been a friend of mine for about a decade. And, you know, she's one of those people that you meet who um, you just are immediately attracted to. You know you've been friends for lifetimes and previous lifetimes. It's one of those situations with Christina and I. So... um, as I said, we're uh, we are trying to get her into um, into the queue. For some reason, all the circuits are busy in Hawaii. Um, so we will do our best. Um, anyway, she has um, she has started navigating for wisdom. So just in case we don't get in touch with her today. Um, please go to her website and check it out. In the meantime, um, I'm doing all sorts. (coughs) Excuse me. In the meantime, it has been um, quite a year, and it's only the fourth, fifth week in January, but many, many different things are happening around the world. We are experiencing the push and pull of uh, the old and the new. We're trying to um, trying to um, clear up old things. So if you are experiencing um, 
have that that feeling of I need to clean out or I'm overwhelmed, this is the time to do it. This is the time that you begin to um, clear out your own stuff. Be present with who you are in your system at this time. Um, it's an amazing process. We are moving into, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we're moving into um, incredible shifting, changing, harmonic energy. So um, it's time. If you have not started clearing out your system, the time is now. You are to to start doing it uh, immediately. And the reason I say that is because we're in such an energy that if you have been called upon to do any type of healing work, if you've been called upon or you get the the intuition or the hit that, yeah, you know, I should be teaching, I should be healing, I should be doing something to um, to um, move things along, then um, now is the time to start doing it. We're running out of time, people. We need to start... Um, we need to start answering that call. And I am and I am doing my best to get um <laughs> to get Christina on the line, <laughs> talk on the radio and do a, a hundred other things. So anyway, as I was saying It's time to step up to the plate. For those of you who have known for a long time, you've taken classes, you've, you know, perhaps learned Reiki, but, yeah, you haven't been doing it, haven't been using it, and haven't been putting it to to use, then it's time to step up. It's time to say, okay, I am ready to get on the starting line and I am ready to get going. That said, um, this is the perfect year for it. We are in a six. We are, as as uh, Michelle has told us, we are in that creative process. There hasn't been a better time than now. So if you are feeling that, then let's get started on that. And one of my my new things, because I've been putting off and putting off, yes, I do that too, uh, is starting a mentoring program for people in order to assist them that um, – in order to assist them in in being and fulfilling all of that, um, all of the things that they've put aside, all of the creativity that you know, you wonder, is it is it, it should I do this? Is it really the thing for me? And if so, and I start it, then who's going to listen? Who's going to think it's important? And the and the vital thing is. In this day and age, it is time to step out. It is time to be present. It is time to be accounted for. We are still trying to connect to Christina. This is the problem I had last week when I started to call in and and uh, my cell phone, all circuits were busy, <laughs> which is rather frustrating when you are when you are um, <laughs> waiting for someone. Um, and waiting to get on, so I had to do an SOS to Michelle to um, put something else on because I just couldn't get through. 
So back to creating your own uh, future, creating your own world in this moment. I think deep down each of us knows. Each of us has an idea. Each of us has this seed of our potential, our passion, and who we are. And so with that, um, we can ignore it, we can let it die, or we have the choice to expand it, to try it. And you don't have to do anything but baby steps to begin with. So um, so I suggest that you make a list of things that you really are passionate about. What is your passion? How does it work? How does it um, express itself in your life? And and what is it that you have um, <laughs> have are aware of? But eh, yeah, well, that's you know, not for me. Too much trouble. Whatever excuse you have for um, for not moving forward. And for those of us who have started, let's expand it a bit. This is a time we want to move into our own power. And when things happen to you, you want to stay present with them because you are clearing. So quickly, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but things aren't sticking around. The energy moves so quickly and so fast that um, it is amazing how far we um, can move and how far we can expand ourselves. So still waiting for uh, Christina. I'm not sure she's going to be able to get through. I just Uh, got through, if you can hear me. Yay, I can hear you. Yay. <laughs> it's quite a challenge, isn't it? I'm wondering if Mercury is in retrograde or if there is something odd happening here that is just keeping us from speaking. But I have arrived, and I'm feeling quite good about this. Oh, well, good, good. Let me tell people about you. Awesome. <laughs> you you are in Hawaii, as I mentioned, and uh, obviously it's a challenge to get through on our telephones. So you have, there's just so many things that you've done, Christina, that I'm not sure where to begin. But let's start with your moon circles. We just had a full moon uh, a few days ago. So tell me about your moon circles, why you started them, and and what the um, what the agenda is with that. Great. Well, about, I don't know, about eight years ago now, I just had one of those inklings, and I can't really state what it was. Um, It was this desire to bring women together. Mm -hmm. The full moon just seemed to be a very good excuse. It um, (laughs) keeps us honoring the cycles of nature, and it keeps us Mm -hmm. connected every time we look up. And it's a nice reminder that, yes, the moon is full, and it's time to meet again. So for those reasons, um, I picked the full moon. I also Mm -hmm. felt very drawn to um, the sacredness of the cycle. Mm -hmm. I feel that since our cycles change under the moon, with the moon, and within the moon cycles, that it's very appropriate for women to come Mm -hmm. together. And I probably had just finished reading The Red Tent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know, Um, I I was just talking about, you know, it's time for people to step forward to to honor these little inklings, as you call them, to to get moving. So I, I'm glad to hear that that's what it was, an inkling, and then you looked around to, for a modality to use. Yes, Is and it was, a, it was more of a, 
can I explain this? There are times when I'll have an idea, and it'll come and it will go. But there mm-hmm. are other times when the ideas show up, and I will find symbols that will remind me that this is one that I can't let go of, or uh-huh. the idea will continue to loop in my mind. In this case, I had particular people. I saw their faces. I saw their names showing up in my mind's eye, and mm-hmm. I wrote them down, and I would um, contemplate whether these were people that I was calling in because I just love them and I want to spend time with them, or if it was more of um, a calling that I should mm-hmm. gather these women together. Um, what was interesting is that there were many women in my world that I could have brought together on that first encounter, but the number 12 was very, very clear to me, me being number 13, that I should bring 12 women together, and these were the women that should be there, and mm-hmm. you know, right down basically to the food that should be on the table, um, mm-hmm. and the, that there should be a lit candle, and that there should be um, a poetry read to start the cycle. And then things just kind of came forward. And that's when the magic of creation uh, appeared, and it generally happens when I let go of taking control of it. <laughs> Amazing how that works, isn't yes. it? Yes. So for our listeners, I want you to to share a little bit more about how did you gather this information? How did you see the 12 faces? Was it meditation? Was it Were they dreams? You know, what was the process for you? A lot of times I'm very visual and I see things in my mind, and then mm-hmm. it is made more concrete for me if I go into a journaling. I will okay. sit quietly and journal in the beginning. Um, just writing about anything that comes to my mind, but then opening mm-hmm. it and just letting whatever is going to come flow. And it's been interesting for me what will show up on the page as I've let go of what I expect to show up on the page. And sometimes things don't make sense to me, but because Mm -hmm. it's written down, I can go back and look at it again later when I have more time. And so when they don't make sense, do they eventually, most of Generally, if it's important, um, it will come through in a number of different ways. Either Mm -hmm. I'll be walking somewhere and uh, something will show up at my feet, or the name of something will show up three times in a day. Uh, usually it's by coincidence. And any time I start to see synchronicity or coincidences happening, it's like mm-hmm. a lightning bolt to pay attention. Right. I usually go by the, the rule of threes. Yes. If I see it three times in one day, then um, it needs to be, it, it's something of importance that needs to be looked at deeper. Yes. So. So you, I love your philosophy of what I want for me, I want for you only more. Where did, how did that come about? It actually came in a poem that mm-hmm. one of my very good friends, Alyssa, wrote for me for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And when she gave it to me, I didn't realize that she had actually written the poem. It mm. was so beautifully written that I was sure that it had come from some beautiful book of (laughs) poetry. And it was only Uh about, I don't know, a few years later that I said, you know, I went looking for it, and I couldn't find it. And Mm -hmm. she said, well, that's because I wrote it. And the topic of the poem was, what I want for me, I want for you only more. Wow. That is lovely. Lovely, lovely. So you are, tell me more about the, the the uh, moon circles, because you're you're expanding those, are you not? Yes. When it all began, um, like anything, 
you know, I I looked at what I wanted to create, and then a little mm-hmm. piece of fear shows up and says, do other people want something like this? Will they come up? What will they think of me? Um, mm-hmm. Will my friends who already know that I live in this beautiful world um, understand what it is that I'm trying to create? So when mm-hmm. the fear shows up, I have to set that aside and um, know that I am more than my fear, but mm-hmm. look at it with through the eyes of courage and respect. So um, I don't think that I leap into these things easily. Um, mm-hmm. I think like most people, your ego shows up and you often wonder if you're heading down the right path. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then, of course, I shared my idea with a number of my closest friends, and they all wanted in. Right. So a little encouragement from my girlfriends, and I took a mm-hmm. leap. And mm-hmm. the leap has provided countless um, experiences of what I would call sacred moments meets masterminding, where ah. it's a journey of self-discovery as well mm-hmm. as in Inspiring other women through support and laughter um, as we discover the potential that we all have on our journeys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're not alone. So, and I think that was one of the big keys is to bring women together to empower them to understand that these fears that we have within, we are not alone and we can support each other in a way that's a little different. Yes, exactly. I want to go back to something you said. You said that something about respect. Now, is that respecting the information that you get and the and what you're called to do? Could you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, I do believe that when things do show up with synchronicity, that mm-hmm. it is important to pay attention because that is what helps me to stay on what I would call my path. There are right. times in life when I know I am on path and my feet mm-hmm. are clearly stepping where they're supposed to be and other mm-hmm. times when I feel lost, where I feel I'm heading off, I don't quite know how to find my way back, but I trust that I will. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing mm-hmm. in those moments that I'm not alone and that I will, I will hear where I'm supposed to go, I think, mm-hmm. is important. I also know that sometimes the timing of things need to come into alignment before what yeah. I'm choosing to do will um, be in the right moment. Mm-hmm. for what is needing for it to happen, but then in those moments, I'm generally not that patient. And that's when <laughs> I get into trouble. Yeah, I, I always say patience is highly overrated. I have that issue myself. And yet there we have to relax into the timing because yes. the people who need to be in alignment may not be in alignment yet. Exactly. And because of that, uh, we do have to be patient. We We get to practice it, so... Um, Every single day. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So you are expanding the moon circles, are you not, to have other people start theirs? Well, it's really interesting, the progression of this. is Initially when we started, we began with 12 women. And Mm -hmm. from that 12 women, we've had women who have moved away from Hawaii. We've had others that have taken their place throughout the, the years. We then got to a place where it really whittled down to five. And mm-hmm. of that group, the women that have been that are present currently have been there for years. And we mm-hmm. all kind of have found that it is our place to um, reinvigorate, refresh, and inspire each other. And since mm-hmm. we've been on this journey together for such a long time, there was a sense that 
we didn't want to start fresh with new women coming in. Mm-hmm. So that became my place to go and um, take – and basically to check in and refresh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I still felt the need that this needed to grow and reach more women. I felt that so many women I spoke with were curious about what I was doing and wanted in. So mm-hmm. from that, I decided that the new moon, a time of seeding new intentions, was a beautiful time to meet with the needs of what I was hoping to do and reach more women on a wider scale. Mm-hmm. So last, um, I'd say last November, December uh, 2011, the idea started to churn, loop, and show up in my journals, and I couldn't let it go. Up until uh-huh. the point of early January where I kept looking at it going, you know, I kind of have a full plate. Is this something that I really <laughs> need to do? And uh-huh. the, the answer was utterly yes, and exclamation, mm. exclamation. So mm-hmm. we began in January. I opened up the circle with a very um, clear intention of bringing together women to clear out the old and start the new with the intentions of January. We, um, we started with a uh, burning ceremony where we wrote what we no longer wanted and burnt it and then clearly wrote what we wanted to intend for this year with our goals, our desires, clearly write what we wanted in uh, – attainable, uh, viewable goals to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the key there was not only letting go of the old with the burning ceremony, but replacing it with what we wanted for the year. And exactly. that was the beginning. And from there, yeah. it, it changed every month. Every month we met with new women. Uh, mm-hmm. Some would bring friends. Uh, never knew who was going to come. The RSVPs were always very open because mm-hmm. I really wanted intention and uh, the guidance of spirit to come and mm-hmm. have all the right people there in that moment to answer the questions and to make the connections for everybody that was in the room, knowing that I wasn't really leading it. I was just the gatherer. And right. that actually br- brings me to the um, the circle concept of why I started mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. circle. Um, mm-hmm. Because when you sit in a circle, there is no leader. We're all right. equal, and we all have what we're bringing to our circle um, with equal with equality. Mm-hmm. Now, it, so the as I understand it, your um, your moon circles were about creating peace as well, creating yes. peace on the planet. And then you also took it into your personal life, into your family, um, and you have traveled all over the world. 32 cities, is that right? Yeah, 32, 32 countries. countries. Yeah. Tell yeah, me about that. Yeah, we took a big leap. We, um, our children are in private school here in Hawaii, and mm-hmm. I attended one of the school's um, new presentations to their changing curriculum involving mm-hmm. inquiry learning, um, and I just got blown away with the direction that 21st century learning was going in. It happened in a number of steps. I really felt that break crumbs were being led, leading mm-hmm. me really mm-hmm. down this path where I was stumbling upon other families that were homeschooling, something I never imagined that I would be doing, truly mm-hmm. an out-of-the-box concept for me, but then met three families that were, uh, sat down and talked with them to find out what their journeys were all about. Um, then I would be looking through magazines at our local library, and sure enough, there'd be a magazine there about homeschooling. So I picked it out of the bin, looked through it, and said, oh, no, not the direction I'm going to be heading. Mm-hmm. Sent it back. 
Um, and then one thing after the other, I think ultimately it led to me finally writing the tuition check and looking at the amount going, oh, my goodness, for this kind of money, we could be traveling the world. And that yes. was the final yes. stroke of it and said, you know, we really mm-hmm. need to consider this. Mm-hmm. Which the mm-hmm. year we had um, taken our daughter out of school and said, okay, I'll try this with one child not wanting to totally <laughs> mess up both of our kids. But, you know, I love it. managed yeah. the other one back if worse came to uh-huh. worse, just slightly older. But mm-hmm. it was an incredible event in our world. And within months, my son wanted out too. So um, it clearly worked for us. We um, looked at what was coming down the pike as far as our resources. We used a lot of computer support and had mm-hmm. so many teachers and wonderful parents guide us that um, I had the courage to take the leap. But with all things, you know, that fear showed up and said, you know, are you really qualified to do this? Do you really think this is something you want to do? And every time I wrote, every time I was silent, more and more symbols would show up saying that this is the right way to go. Mm-hmm. And don't you think that fear comes up for all of us? Yeah. Every time, every time we're called on to make a step, to make a change, to shift our life into service for others or service for ourselves or even just getting to know ourselves, we go through that process. We have just a few minutes left here. And oh I want goodness. to – I know – I want to give your website. It's navigatingwisdom.com and because I want people to go to your website and see all the fabulous things you're doing. I also want to talk about I met your children, and they are absolutely delightful. They are uh, articulate. They are wonderful to be with. And, and I have to say, not in some ways your average um, teens, but in other ways very evolved in, in knowing who they are and what the life, what their life is about. So your purpose was to become, to create a global citizen and peacekeeper for them. Peace is a very important to you, is it not? Yes, I think that that's probably the core around which everything else in my world um, functions from. Peace mm-hmm. within creates peace on the outside, mm-hmm. and I could think of no other way of contributing to a global peace plan than creating two more peacekeepers in the world. And I truly believe that children growing up today are different. I believe they are the peacekeepers of tomorrow, and I believe conceptually they have ways of solving problems that we haven't even considered yet. So it's truly important to me to create a space for not only my children but for other children to mm-hmm. awaken this knowing within themselves. And from there, that was the core of what I wanted uh, to create as a home to raise my children in as well mm-hmm. as a world to raise mm-hmm. them in. And I feel that our journey has very much uh, achieved what we were hoping to do. And now you are moving on to help other families. Are you not in the um, setting up a program to help other people? learn about homeschooling, or even creating, whether they homeschool or not, but creating global citizens and peacekeepers. Yes, I realized that what we did, which was to take our children completely out of school, travel the world, and incorporate a global curriculum into their studies, takes an enormous amount of energy and effort. And most Mm -hmm. people just don't have the ability, the time, Mm -hmm. or the resources. Um, So I recognized what we had done was quite unique. However, when we came back and we 
saw what was going on in our local local communities, I realized clearly that this is something that every parent can instill within their household during mm-hmm. the summer and in the evenings and around the dinner table. So I started giving talks to um, schools and to organizations on how to create this home learning curriculum, global citizenship, you know, on their off hours and how to make that leap. And that was the hope with the website was to give uh-huh. parents the uh, the inspiration and the ability to know that they could do this. And it really yeah. wasn't that hard. I call it um, oh. Inspired Parenting 101. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. My dear, we only have a couple of minutes left. So now that we have figured out how to get the phones working from Hawaii to um, to Wisconsin. Yes. Um, let's have you back, so because we could talk about this for hours. I'd like to hear the next time. I'd like to hear specific plans on uh, and tips that you can give to parents or grandparents like myself um, to create a more um, peacekeeper global citizen arena um, for these children. I would love to do that. I feel that we haven't even um, gotten into anything that is um, a resource, mm-hmm. something that is, you know, is just a, a wonderful tool that can be used. And, again, I do have a number of those items listed on my website. However, I do believe that communication for me is best done this way um, yes. so that um, I can answer people's questions as well. But your website, I want to say, is lovely, and I want everyone to go and and check it out, navigatingwisdom.com, and be sure and look at the wonderful photography on there and the video that that you did. They are just lovely. So multi-talented woman that you are. <laughs> Thank you All so right, much, Roy. I appreciate it. Oh. I appreciate the opportunity to share our journey. Yes, absolutely. So we will set up another show and... Uh, have you on again. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you. So that's the show for today. Uh, We'll be getting together next week, same time. In the meantime, have an absolutely wonderful week wherever you are. And remember to investigate your own teacher mentor. How are you mentoring yourself? How are you inspiring or empowering or launching your own potential? This is important. As I said, it's time to step forward. Take care. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.